So happy summer solstice to everybody. This is um, a major turning point of our year. It is, uh, of course, and um, the way that most of us commonly know it, the longest day of the year as far as how much sunlight there is for those of us who are in the northern hemisphere. And um, it is solstice still for those in the southern hemisphere, but it's winter solstice for everybody in the, the, the uh, southern hemisphere. Um, and of course, it is the shortest length of night um, on the day of the summer solstice and most people just think of it and consider it to be the beginning of the first day of summer season however uh, there's plenty of ancient cultures that consider the solstice time period here which is the exact day of we're, we're gathering here together to receive this um, global angelic transmission and light activation from Archangel Michael on the exact day of the solstice um, and uh, the ancient cultures, would con many considered, not everybody obviously, but many considered this to be midsummer um, with the beginning of uh, what I call summer tide or the, the, the shift of the energies into the summer season being on May 1st and then reaching the peak. Uh, time period uh, during this time of the solstice uh, for those again uh, most of us are in the hem northern hemisphere here so I'm just going to refer to it as the summer solstice and um, then the light begins to wane uh, in the lunar calendar the equivalency of this time of the year um, you know the, of this special day of the, sol the summer solstice is the equivalency of the full moon if you think about a lunar cycle and what's the peak light um, the time period where it has the peak energy, the peak amount of light, uh, kind of has reached its max in the cycle, uh, in the lunar cycle, then that would be the full moon. Well, when the sun reaches its max, again, for those in the northern hemisphere, um, when that sun reaches its max strength and max potential and as far as it can travel, um, etc., then it uh, is then it is um, starting to go back. It's the, the, the solstice that's the equivalency of that, the peak light. Uh, and then the sun begins to move back towards the equator. Um, and as that sun begins to move back towards the equator, our days get longer. So, um, I'm sorry, the days get shorter. The nights get longer. That's what I meant to say. So the nights will be getting longer, um, what is called the waning of the light, uh, all the way until the time of the winter solstice. So we're now beginning a cycle that is from the summer solstice to the winter solstice and when the, in which the days will be getting shorter, shorter um, the length of the light will be getting shorter I should say and um, the length of the night uh, will actually be getting longer um, until we reach that peak on the winter solstice which is the equivalency of the new moon in a lunar cycle so uh, in the solar cycle uh, the lunar cycle solar cycle have some uh, correlations to each other so just wanted to explain some of the special energies associated with these uh, this day. I've been doing, uh, my name is Reverend Anna Jones. I don't know if I mentioned that when I first logged on, so I usually do. Uh, welcome to all of you who are new. I've been doing these uh, transmissions um, at the request of Archangel Michael from messages that I've received from him um, for many, many years of my life. I've been receiving these messages from him and he asked me to start uh, around um, 2009 
2009, 2010, uh, leading you know in, into the global transmissions that we're doing today. And I used to only do them on the solstices and the equinoxes. Um, last year and this year, uh, he had a special request to have them be monthly transmissions um, for a period of months. And it was different months last year than it is the months this year. Um, so those of you who uh, didn't quite understand uh, why you were signing up for the solstice, but you would also be added to the list for the, for the, the series is because um, it's not just a single transmission, ultimately. It's a series of transmissions that he's bringing through. And if you're just now um, joining and just now uh, you know, coming in for the first time, you can listen to all of the other previous transmissions that has been in this series uh, from Archangel Michael's transmissions that started on the spring equal of this year. So this year he chose, and again this was his timing um, uh, that he requested, and I, so I just went ahead and scheduled it to be according to his timing. Uh, he chose to bring the transmissions through uh, starting on the spring equinox, ending on the fall equinox, with this summer solstice um, transmission that we're receiving today being right in the middle. Um, so we're literally in the middle of halfway through uh, that cycle of um, this, whatever he's planning for the whole entire series. And he definitely builds something. He's building something with his messages. Uh, he's building something energetically as far as uh, energy work that he's doing with the planet, energy work that he's doing with all of the those who listen to it live, especially we receive, I think, the energy work the strongest when we listen to it live, the full light activation energetic transmission part of it. However, that also comes through in the recordings, so you can still benefit from the energy work that he's doing because the energy of Archangel Michael is so powerful. It even transmits through the recordings as you invoke him in the beginning um, and connect with his energies and then listen and receive the, the transmission um, in the podcast. So they're all, all those previous messages. Um, there's been the uh, March, which was this the equinox message, and then the April and the May, they're all three Free podcasted up as free podcast on my AnnaJonesOnline.com. So it's AnnaJonesOnline.com. Click on podcast. You'll see there's only one podcast available, uh, but it has many episodes, right? So that's the Celestial Voice podcast, and then there's um, many episodes. And so three most recent episodes are the ones in this series that he's building up. And so if you really want to receive the full effect of even what we're going to be receiving tonight, I highly recommend going back and also listening to those other. Uh, transmissions and um, not only the things that he's teaching but also the energy that he's that he's transmitting and what he's guiding us to do uh, throughout the course of this year um, which uh, the message in the spring equinox uh, had to do with um, emerging and this being a year of um, we are in a year of emergence basically so uh, and not just um, emerging from the pandemic but emerging from so many karmic things that we've been going through, um, emerging from a dark night of the soul that we all have been collectively and personally going through that he was speaking of at the winter solstice of last year. I also like on the summer solstice um, to reflect back on the winter solstice message and see, it kind of feels like we come full circle from then, although we don't really come 100% full circle until the next winter solstice, but um, I always think solstice to solstice, okay, what what message was he bringing through, you know, back on the winter solstice and what work was he doing and preparing us for? And then where are we now um, in the journey? Because all of these years that I've been doing 
the global transmissions um, for groups like this via a uh, teleconference call so that I can host as many people as possible um, because the conference lines let us hold a lot more people than uh, than the Zoom lines and things do. So, um, you know, all these years that I've been doing these on the equinoxes, the solstices, and now these, these monthly transmissions, um, they have been um, also helping uh, all of us collectively um, move not only with the new energies that are coming in and the new, uh, you know, basically challenges that we're facing and growth that we're going through, but on the collective level, just what we're all going through as humanity, uh, helping us not only understand that on the collective level, but also helping us to move with those energies collectively. So when I was reflecting back on the winter solstice message, and that one is also up there too, um, if you go back, basically it's month um, for the first three or the, the last three months. And then um, you'll go back to the one in which um, he's talking about, uh, I believe it's the dark night of the soul, uh, and he's describing that. I believe that that was, it's possible it was November, but I think it might have been, I didn't listen to it exactly, but um, it was in the November, December solstice time, winter solstice time period uh, in which he was speaking through a lot about that. And so I really felt like we have come very much um, out of that. Uh, uh, we may not be 100%. Uh, yet. Uh, I would actually put that forth as one of my questions to him is, are we out of the full experience of the dark night of the soul that he was describing to us um, around the time period of the winter solstice, or are we still experiencing some of that? Um, and if so, in addition to everything he's already explained, because these last three messages in this series, he's um, been helping us since the spring equinox uh, to be able to kind of uh, emerge, right? So he's talking about emerging. So if we're not fully out of it, which I'm suspecting that we're not, but I just want to ask him because of it, because he keeps describing it as a year of emergence, right? So, so are we fully emerged out of the dark night of the soul part? And if we're not, then, oh my gosh. I am so sorry, everybody. It dropped. My phone dropped. The whole thing dropped. I don't know if all of you dropped, but it dropped a whole bunch of people. It dropped me. I've never had this happen before um, on any of these, and I've used this system for years. So, huh. I apologize for that. Uh, luckily, I was not in the middle of the transmission. I was still in this uh, introduction here about what's going on and talking about my questions. So I'm going to get the recording started again because even that dropped, um, and hopefully some of you will be able to log back in if you got dropped. Um, so let me go ahead and get everything started again. And I will try to um, edit the two recordings together so it's all just one solid recording for the, the upcoming podcast. Okay, um, interestingly, we're back. Um, 
but it didn't drop the mute. So it dropped the recording, it dropped the, some of the calls. Uh, so hopefully it won't happen again. If it happens during the transmission, uh, we'll just have to have everybody hear it on the podcast because I won't, most likely won't know it. I won't be able to bring myself out of the trance state in order to uh, call back in. So hopefully it won't. We What we're definitely not out of, I was asking if we were out of the dark night of the soul, but what we're definitely not out of yet is we're not out of Mercury retrograde that's been going on. <laughs> Actually during eclipse season, both of the eclipses have finished this month. It was a very, very powerful uh, month of uh, cosmic events and celestial uh, energies impacting us with five planets being in retrograde, Mercury being the one that tends to play the most tricks on our electronics equipment and communications equipment, things like that. So we got a couple more days of Mercury retrograde and I feel like some of the intense energy of this uh, eclipse season that we've been experiencing will start to um, also uh, smooth out and uh, become a little bit more balanced as this solstice is going to be completed. So solstice and then we'll come out of Mercury retrograde on the 22nd. Then uh, things will smooth out um, energetically for a little while. It's been a very power-packed June for all of us, bringing a lot of uh, transformation, but a lot of good energy, I feel, for this emergence. So a lot of lot of good energy coming from the lunar eclipse, the solar eclipse, the um, even the retrogrades. They're hard, they're difficult, but they they all help us to um, anything that starts with the re reflect, rejuvenate, renew, restore, uh, redo, rethink. Um, all those things are associated, especially with Mercury retrograde. Um, so those things are always positive for us. Ultimately, they just can cause uh, frustrations, glitches, uh, you know, challenges that we once didn't have, etc. So, um, where was I? I was asking that question. Um, I have other questions though. Uh, I have a process that the angels give and that's why I'm putting forth questions. Uh, they gave me this process decades ago and um, I, it told me that if I always use it, it will always work and I'm going to keep using it until they upgrade it or tell me otherwise. So, um, part of the process is to never approach them without questions. Uh, so, that's why I put forth that question about, you know, have we emerged from everything that he was describing to us on the winter solstice, um, or is that still part of the emergence that's still ongoing? Uh, Because he has made it clear that we're uh, in an ongoing emergence throughout the entire year. That was even just spoken about quite distinctly in last month's transmission. Um, In last month's transmission, he talked a lot about uh, cleansing the heart and cleansing the mind, how cleansing in general, purification in general, um, Archangel Michael was saying in that transmission that uh, there is such a need for it on every level, uh, in our environments, in our bodies. Um, but especially, he said, if there's any, if there's one place that we only can focus cleansing and we can only have time to do is focus on cleansing the mind and the heart. Uh, and so the whole focus of that message and him giving us some suggestions and some practices and things like that that he would he suggested at the time for cleansing um, and helping us through the ne- the next stage of the emergency. And so, I, and he said that was going to continue on the whole year too. So not only will we be emerging from through the whole year from all the things that we've been going through, not just the pandemic, but everything that we've been going through, and old stuff too, old karmic stuff that we've been going through, but um, that we would also be cleansing as a result of it. Um, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about how much 
the pandemic has actually, uh, you know, caused us to be so much more mindful about, you know, cleansing our hands and cleansing our homes and, you know, wiping off, you know, tables and just keeping everything cleaner um, and how maybe uh, it's, you know, part of this other uh, cleanse, like a bigger cleanse. And so actually there was one question that got submitted um, for, for tonight. And one of those questions is what was the lessons or what it still because we're not fully yet out of the global pandemic. So what are the lessons that we can take uh, from this last year and a half with the, the, the pandemic to create a better world as we emerge from it? So that was one of the questions that got submitted. Um, and so who submits the questions? Um, our study group members, uh, This uh, the, the study group members are able to um, submit questions and I submit questions and my husband's able to submit questions. This this question actually came from my husband today, which I thought was a good question to be submitted. Um, and just what are, is there something that we are still yet to learn? Are there lessons that we're still, uh, you know, haven't quite uh, figured out, you know, that, that maybe perhaps, you know, cleansing might be one of those lessons, like one of those messages that we were meant to get, right? Like, you know, keep, keeping more conscious uh, about cleansing and purification. Uh, but is there something that we're not getting or the, is there some message that would help us uh, better ourselves and better the world as we slowly emerge from it? Great. I thought it was a great question. Um, and then in addition to my own questions, there was a, a submission from one of the study group members today. And it was a long question. It was very detailed. So for the sake of uh, time and also for the sake of simplification, I'm just going to paraphrase the essence, the gist of the question. Um, and so the essence of the question had to do with um, spiritual teachings and spiritual teachers and um, how we need spiritual teachings, we need spiritual teachers, but what to do in this modern era when there's so many that um, have uh, disappointed us. There's so many of them uh, who have had a, a fall from integrity um, and who have not like practiced what they preached and uh, you know and in some cases even even hurt others so uh, the, the the gist of the question was in those scenarios how do we reconcile that how do we uh, deal with that what is the best approach I would say so that's my my synopsis or uh, paraphrasing so to speak of um, that that question I also don't have it printed out here in front of me to read so um, even if I were able to read it, read it out loud, I wasn't. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Um, and so the study group, uh, just for those of you who are new, um, there's an Archangel Michael study group that I also lead on the um, second Tuesday of every month where we study the messages that come through in these transmissions. And we work with um, trying to integrate it more deeply um, and really try, I try to share more insights that I have about some of the things that he might be meaning or describing or talking to us about. Uh, it's very insightful work in our allows us to go much, much deeper than just uh, receiving the initial transmission, but really uh, trying to integrate the wisdom also that's being imparted and do some of the work that sometimes uh, he asks us to do. So if you can always go onto the events page of my website. If you're interested in learning more about that study group, it is a class format and it's not a free transmission thing like we're doing here today, um, but you can find it in the events page on my AnnaJonesOnline.com website. So that leads me to my question. Um, I had a couple others that, well, I think I asked, uh, yeah, I asked the main one that I wanted to ask. 
Um, but then I have two others. The um, the, the transmission in April, uh, Archangel Michael was talking about being empathetically present um, and in, during, to transformation and in, in, in intense times of transformation, um, being empathetically present. And the challenges of doing that, especially for empaths, and that empaths would be having experiences where their sensitivities were going to be increasing. I asked him this question last month, um, and I do feel that he answered it some, and definitely the cleansing um, of the mind and the heart message that he brought through, I'm certain um, benefits empaths. I'm certain doing that work um, benefits us all in helping us to be more empathetically present but it still stands out to me um, and so I just wanted to ask a follow-up question if he wants to answer it because he could choose to uh, Archangel Michael could choose to answer all these questions and more or he may have his own agenda in which um, he uh, talks about other things and only answers the, these questions a little bit or one or two of them instead um, it's totally up to him as to where he where he goes with it but I just wanted to see if there's anything further he wants to elaborate or reveal about that um, um, especially for those of us who are empaths and who have um, been having, a, you know, just a, a very difficult time with how intense the energies have been for many, many months now. And, um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of energies affecting people's nervous systems, uh, a lot of, you know, high anxiety levels still uh, getting better. There's definitely improvement on that, but definitely amongst empaths that I know. So, um, and then my final question, is uh, what is the golden solar light activation that he told me he wanted to give to us um, every time I ask him if it's just going to be the transmission that he wants to bring through or if he wants to you know tell me anything about the um, the light activation work that he's going to do uh, in advance so that I could you know notify uh, in, in the write-ups and everything included in some of the, the text um, and uh, the only thing that he said it was that he was going to be delivering a golden solar light activation uh, to all of us uh, today and again it's going to be most felt by those of us who are on the transmission live um, and and then for those listening to the podcast recording um, as long as you do the meditation in the beginning and you really invoke Archangel Michael and you just relax and you really let yourself receive uh, as I'm going to be guiding everyone to do and I guide everybody in the in the podcast recording if you're guided to do that too you can still receive a lot of whatever um, light work energy work activating work that is and doing um, it uh, yeah it, it, it feels different every time there's something uh, unique and different about it um, so I just wanted to ask if he could in addition to doing whatever he's going to do if he could also explain it to us uh, it, he called it the golden solar light activation that he was going to um, be delivering to the planet um, to everybody on earth it's not just to an exclusive few Archangel Michael is not exclusive <laughs> He's uh, all-inclusive of all on the earth, all beings on the earth, all human beings. So he's not just delivering it to us and not just to the people who are listening, going to be listening to this. Uh, it's energy work that he says he's doing on the planet um, and that he will be doing during this time period. And when we unite our light, so the, the solstices, equinoxes, new moons, full moons, eclipses, times of what I call sacred time or natural time uh, that our bodies 
bodies are in sync with, our minds, our hearts are in sync with, our souls are in sync with, really everything except for our uh, business calendars and the way we operate our day-to-day -day schedules are in sync with the sacred time of the sun and the moon and the stars and the, 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 the natural world, uh, the natural world around us. Um, but uh, we don't always we don't always sync our lives to that as far as how we live and operate but any of those celestial experiences any of those events uh, can be a time in which great um, you know energy shifts and uh, things take place and and a good time for us to do um, spiritual practices uh, a good time for us to come uh, either you know by ourselves into meditation and prayer and intention work or ceremony or ritual and a really really good time to come together and I call it and he calls it we both I got the term from him ultimately um, unite the unite the light uh, unite our light um, and then then it's exponentially amplified to uh, join with with his so um, that is one of the beautiful things that happens during uh, these sacred times and they're actually the reason why uh, I really believe because uh, he's never fully firmly explained it but um, I really believe that uh, the reason why he's chosen the 20th of every month is because that's also a sacred time shift when the Sun moves from one part of the zodiac into another part of the zodiac right around the 20th 21st of every month so um, that's also a, a shift into a totally different energy that we experience on a monthly cycle so all right so those are the questions that I'm putting forth and so then what I was taught to do is just release them let them go have no expectations um, and uh, just let ourselves receive and I'm going to guide us to go through a process here um, because that's you know, the process that they gave me is actually quite detailed the first part of the process is to put questions forth in the beginning never approach without questions because questions open the door um, to things that we can that you know the angels can do otherwise without being asked uh, they might not do they may not go in that direction or be able to go in that direction so um, then the other part of the process I'm going to explain to you and I'm actually going to guide us all to go through it. Um, not going to tell a lot of my history, my backstory. There's a lot of it that's already up in the podcast. In the beginning of each podcast, uh, so far in the series, I've said some about you know, my journey, my story, how it began in my childhood, you know, really major spiritual awakening that took place in my teenage years when I began doing laying out of hands healing. I started receiving messages to deliver to other people um, and uh, that's when my my experience with the angels really took a, a whole other turn and then was slowly over time taught uh, and then over time given to the process uh, that we're using and taught how to develop it to the point um, in which it is today including many many years of meditation practice um, that I've worked with in order to be able to um, maintain um, and sustain uh, a long period of being in a conscious trance state. Um, so I'm in a very deep meditative conscious trance state. I'm listening to what's being said as it's being said. Uh, just to kind of, for the, again, for those of you who've never listened to my podcast, you're totally new to my work, uh, my ministry work. Also, some of that is explained on some of those other introductions to the podcast, some introductions a little bit to my ministry, also to my bio um, on my 
my onajonesonline.com website. Uh, you can always click on the bio page. There's more about me there. And if you really want to learn more, you can always write me and email me too. My email is also available um, on there. So um, uh, other than that, I'm not going to go into my history. Just uh, Archangel Michael has asked me again for decades now. I've been working with him um, and uh, he's asked me to st just try to stay you know, as concentrated and focused um, on the process today as possible. So I'm not going to get into much more than this. Um, okay, so what's the rest of the process? So the process is um, basically it's uh, it's done in five steps. So there's there's four parts that are done in five steps, and I'll guide you through each one of them. Um, it's asking, thanking, and um, so asking, well, sorry, praising, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know this process like the back of my hand, but uh, I just forgot to put the praising. So it's praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and then back to praising again. Um, so that's why it's four parts. So praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and those are the four parts. And then, But it's done in five steps by adding the praising back again in the fifth step. Um, think of it as a circle. You basically start with praising, you go around the circle, and you end with praising again. Um, and so you've come full circle and the session is complete at that point in time. Uh, when we do the praise work, uh, again, this is a process that the angels have given me with the praising part even. Um, they uh, gave me Adonai Elohim for invoking them and their energy. And, um, and then I've also included, whenever I'm trying to call upon a very specific archangel, such as Archangel Michael, uh, being able to also use their name in that chant. So I'll be leading us in a praise chant, um, Mikael, 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 which is a pronunciation of Archangel Michael's name. Um, there are many, many different pronunciations worldwide of, uh, of his name and also in the spiritual world as well. Um, so Mikael, 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 Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael will be the praise chant that I will be leading us in. And remember, when we are chanting Mikael, 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 we're not just um, invoking um, Archangel Michael uh, with that name. We're actually invoking um, the divine as well because um, in, in Archangel Michael's name and all the archangels' name is some sound vibration associated with the divine. In Michael's case, it's El. Uh, and then you'll find that in a lot of them, like Raphael, Uriel, uh, Gabriel, you know, the, the, those that, that L sound vibration is in a lot of them. It's uh, ancient uh, Hebrew, and Michael's name also is, comes from ancient Hebrew. So this ancient um, Hebrew uh, is um, the, the invocation of all that is like unto God. And he, so it's he who is like unto God, and then um, all, it, it's, it, he tells me it's also an invocation of all that is like unto God, and all that is uh, like of an of God's energy. Um, so it's really a powerful divine invocation. And then obviously the Adonai and the Elohim, these are also Hebrew names for God. These are Hebrew names for the divine. Um, they say that the Elohim is when I have studied it, when I've researched it, they've, I've confirmed this. They say that it's plural. It includes um, all of uh, ultimately everything that God is part and parcel of. Uh, and so every, all of God's energy, all of God's expansion, everything that God is part and parcel of. So they say that includes them. They, they are part of the Elohim. Ultimately, we probably, we, we would be considered to be also in their minds. So, um, 
And then, uh, so Adonai Elohim, Adonai again, and then Eloheinu, another Hebrew name for God, and then back to Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So we'll do this praise chant together. Uh, the best way for this to work for everybody, if you really want to have the best experience of connecting with Archangel Michael and really, you know, um, receiving this uh, blessing today, it really, all these activations are really profound blessings um, and receiving this wisdom in a way that you can like fully, you know, fully receive and, and, and take in and, and, and do, uh, you know, something, at, you know, positive in your life with uh, the best experience is if you just participate in the whole thing as I guide us through it. Um, and uh, then that includes participating in this rather than just listening, right? So um, if you're participating, you'll have the best experience. It's designed for participation. Uh, the whole process that they've given me is designed for people to participate in it, not just be uh, observer of it. Okay, so um, after the praise chant, then I'll guide us into the asking, uh, another specific way of invoking, some very specific languaging and wording um, that I use for that, and it changes a little bit here and there, but it's pretty much the same every time. Um, and then I'll guide us into the gratitude part of the prayer, which is the thanking, and then I'll guide us into the receiving. Um, and then once we get to the receiving, uh, it's best to, to uh, be a participant in this, and and just let yourself either sit back, relax, lie down, relax. It's fine if you lay down, but if you're really, really tired, sometimes people can go really deep um, in, in these transmissions and um, they'll fall asleep. So if you really want to make sure you don't fall asleep and you're able to listen to the whole thing and you're able to participate in the whole thing uh, and stay conscious about it all, uh, then you may want to sit it up if you're really, really tired uh, or if you just have a tendency to fall asleep during meditation. Because even people who say they don't even, uh, they can't even meditate very well have told me that they can but they can go deep <laughs> they said but I can go deep during the Archangel Michael transmissions I just can't do it, meditate very well during other times um, so just let yourself relax let yourself be able to receive you can always take written notes from the podcast when it comes out uh, it's been taking me longer to get the podcast out since I broke my left hand and my right elbow um, several weeks ago they are healing I'm making some good strides in progress but there's it's a slow process that's definitely uh, still requiring more of my time and attention and definitely moving slower than I used to and in um, and, and all this stuff with the computer work and everything so uh, I'd say and then I have to get it to my assistant Jeff for him to do the final mastery of the recording and then get it up into the podcast I say it's averaging about seven days something like that right now um, sometimes a little longer sometimes a little sooner that we've been able to get the podcast up I believe but um, it's in that time period uh, approximately um, and we'll try to get it out as soon as possible but you can always take notes from the recording once you get it right so everybody's going to be emailed out the podcast recording so you don't have to worry about taking as much fast notes as possible uh, and not really letting yourself participate um, especially tonight it seems like there's something really important <laughs> which is why you didn't even want me to go into you know talking very much about you know m myself and how this all began. So um, 
it, it, tonight, uh, especially with whatever this golden solar uh, activation is that he's going to be bringing through, um, it's, it, it seems like it's really important to just let yourself receive. And so he'll speak for however long he needs to speak for, and then um, I, uh, I will bring us up out of the meditation once he's done speaking at the end, and I'll um, have us do just a little prayer of gratitude. I sneak a little gratitude in there. I'll have us do a little prayer of gratitude, and um, I'll have us do the praise. I will turn full circle um, with the praise, uh, complete the process with the praise again. At the end, we're only going to use Adonai Elohim by itself, and it'll just be a very few um, uh, repetitions of it. So um, it'll just be simple. And, but done with great love and devotion because that's what makes praise praise <laughs> um, is uh, being able to um, you know share that love exchange that love uh, give that love and devotion so then as soon as um, we're all up out of the meditation the last and final thing just again for those of you who are new is I will um, share with you anything that I saw heard or felt that went in addition to what was being said or that stood out to me about what was being said. Um, sometimes it's a little, sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's so much I can't even begin to, I can't even begin to verbalize it. Um, uh, it. But I'll share with you whatever I can at the end, and then I'll have everybody um, say goodbye, and we'll be all finished. So let's get ourselves comfortable uh, so we can begin now. So I want you to just uh, either again nice sitting position or comfortable laying down position. And I'm going to make sure everything's good on these recordings and everything. Everything's good in all the connections. Looks like it. Okay. Just going to just double check one more thing here while you're getting yourselves comfortable. Okay. Looks like everything's good. All right. So let's begin. We're going to sit back, close our eyes. We're going to begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves. deep breaths okay now that we're centered we'll begin with the praising please join me silently or out loud you're all muted so it's fine with me if you do it silently or out loud make a
Adonai Elohim Adonai Eloheinu Praising to the asking. And I want you all to join me silently in calling upon the presence of divine love and divine light in whatever way feels right to each of you individually. And then let's ask all of us to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. Let's ask that our energies, our light, be united in a circle of light that extends around the country, that extends around the world. From wherever we are gathered here today, energetically linked, 
not just through the light traveling through these phone lines and bouncing off of these phone towers, but also our light extending out and uniting together in a circle of protection, a circle of light, a circle of love. on this very special day of the summer solstice and we welcome in that light as well to fill our circle and now moving on we're still asking and invoking here so let's silently all call upon Archangel Michael now in whatever way feels right to you call upon him personally ask for his presence to be with you and call upon him on behalf of our entire circle of our entire collective and all of humanity and ask for his presence to be fully connected with all of us at this time fully present with us on this special day and ask him to hear the questions that have been put forward and to also use this as an opportunity to not only do the light activation work that he wants to do, but the message transmission, the wisdom teachings that he wants to share, any answers to these questions that he wants to give us, just ask him to do so today. And silently, let's give him permission to speak freely about anything that he feels is for the highest good of humanity, is for the highest good of all. Now we're finished with the asking and we're going to go now into the thanking and so we're going to just feel gratitude in our hearts because it's not just to say, enough to say thank you, this is really gratitude practice in this part of the process. So we really want to feel the gratitude in our heart and allow ourselves to silently or out loud express our gratitude. First let's begin with our gratitude for Archangel Michael and the role that he plays in our lives, in our world known and unknown to us, all the things that he does that we know and all the things he does that we don't know, that we're not aware of. Let's just be grateful for his role, his presence, all of who he is, all of what he does, and send that gratitude out right now and our expression of gratitude and our prayer of gratitude. And then our last prayer of gratitude is directly to the divine and we're going to just give thanks for all of the blessings of life, for the blessing of life itself. Let ourselves be grateful and express and send out prayers of gratitude directly to the divine in whatever way feels right to us.
And now we're finished with the thanking and we're moving now into the receiving. So I want everybody to just relax even more now, deepen your breathing. Just let yourself relax into a quiet meditative state where I want you to just open and allow yourself to receive from Archangel Michael through this transmission today and in whatever way he personally also wants to interact with you because he can personally interact with each one of you differently. That's why these are also called transmissions because he's not just transmitting to me and to the planet and to humanity. He's actually transmitting directly to you personally as well. So he's sending that energy out. So just deepen your breathing, let yourself relax, receive. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation. So I'll be in the silence for a little while until the next words will be his message transmission, the vocal part of the transmission coming through my voice. I am reaching out to you all right now. And I encourage you all to reach back. Expand, open, allow, yes, yourselves to receive. but also reach out in your thoughts, in your heart. Because the transmission today and the activation today that I choose, it is not just for the day of the solstice. The golden solar light activation is for any time and for this entire time of emergence. For all of you to come out. Emerge out. Reach out. and up because it's not just an emerging outward it's an emerging upward 
it's not just a matter of coming out to what was and to what has been and to a sense of normal and patterns that were there in the past you are emerging from all of that past you are emerging into new comfort zones and what some of you may call a new normal for each of you individually ultimately the emergence is a collective karma emergence and yes it will be continuing throughout the entire year and yes the cleansing and the purification especially of the heart and the mind is needed to be a part of that and will continue to be a part of it whether you participate in it or not there will be plenty of things that will facilitate it for you but it is always better if you consciously participate in aligning yourself with what is required and so it's not just emerging it's not just cleansing it is also a coming out a reaching out of old patterns of old trauma of old frequencies of old karma and in some cases especially for those of you collectively all of you collectively for the collective of humanity it is some very old old trauma and old old karma I have been speaking about for more than this year and last year and the previous year but there is this emerging outward and upward and this reaching out rising out and upward as I mentioned in my last transmission everything reordering not back to the old patterns but at a higher order doesn't mean that there aren't going to be many things still the same and what many of you have already begun to experience is that a lot of things may look the same may seem the same may sound the same but inside they do not feel the same any longer and I wish that I could say to you that this emergence is the final part of all that is karmically clearing all that is being karmically completed and 
all that dharmically you are doing and here to do, but it is not. And then there will be higher and higher levels and deeper and deeper work ultimately that is to be done. One step at a time, one day at a time, so as to not be overwhelmed by any of it. Reordering from chaos into a higher order, from the shadow into light, You need as much help, assistance, and support in doing it as possible. The cleansing of the mind and the heart that I was speaking of before supports you through it. Using your gifts, your abilities, supports you all through it. and co-creating with the power of the virtues as I have been speaking about quite consistently because of how important they are but also because of how disconnected from the virtues there was beginning to be and there was becoming great disconnection and so I want to speak today about another important virtue the virtue of forgiveness It is a complex subject to talk about and to discuss. And ultimately, all of these virtues are so much more that each one alone can be volumes to understand. And they have such immense power. And before I fully transmit the golden solar transmission that will help you all to rise to the next highest level of what is possible here and now at this stage of the emergence and beyond as you go into the next stages as well. It is important that I help you to prepare your minds and your hearts and to open your minds and hearts, cleanse them even more through helping you to understand And sharing with you what I have to share regarding the subject of forgiveness. 
I am in no way, shape, or form saying that it is easy. Easy is something that too many of you seek for, search for, want. And yet, I am to remind you that that is not what you signed up for when you all wrote and co-authored your sacred contracts for this lifetime and a life in this material world on the earth planet. There are certain things that can happen with ease and with grace, in a flow of grace. And there de indeed can be things that can be truly effortless. Where there is such a flow that there is an effortlessness. But that grace and that effortlessness, they are not the same as easy. So even though forgiveness is not easy, because nothing in your soul contracts for life in the material world and the earth planet in the third dimension is easy, there is the fact that you are eternal spiritual souls and that you are multi-dimensional beings with multi-dimensional awarenesses and you're able to bring through energy from multi-dimensions as well as directly from the spiritual world and thus there can be grace and through the power of grace everything is possible through the power of love everything is possible and through the power of grace which is existing because of love exists because of love everything is possible And forgiveness, it can flow through you through grace and it can also flow through you in an effortless way. Once you get there and you are fully ready to do it, all that it entails, all that it entails and all that it takes to do it. ultimately to reach that state of being because it's not even though there are actions necessary many times for forgiveness to be reached it is ultimately a state of being when forgiveness takes place you are in a certain state of being you're in a certain state of consciousness and it is a liberated state of being it is a liberated state of consciousness And that liberation is something that all of you seek. It's something that all of you want. It's a type of spiritual liberation, ultimately. Ultimately, the true power of the virtue of forgiveness is a power for spiritual liberation. 
but it's also liberating on the emotional level. And it can have a very real physiological cleansing and purifying effect, completely altering your being, altering your vibration, raising your vibration to the next highest level and then the next and the next and the next depending upon how fully you're able to go into that forgiveness and be in that state of forgiveness. In order to forgive, oftentimes other virtues must also be applied. And sometimes you cannot go straight to forgiveness. No matter how much you may want to, no matter how hard you may try, like meditation, trying is usually not successful with forgiveness practice. However, that does not mean that someone should give up and it does not mean that effort should not be put forth. But like meditation, since it ultimately is a state of being when you are in full and complete forgiveness, you are in that state of forgiveness that forgiveness takes you into, that state of liberation that it takes you into. So like meditation practice, you go into a state. It is about being in a state, not doing something. So there are many times that the effort is put forth, you try and try and try and try to forgive yourself or someone or something, and it just seems very, very difficult, if not impossible to do so. Or you think you've done it and then it re-emerges again and again and again. It reemerges because primarily there are layers. Only that which you are ready for can you reach, can you be, can you sustain. And then there are also times where the things that you try to forgive and the people you try to forgive reemerge because they are being recreated. It may have been forgiven, but something is continuing to happen that recreates it. Either in a relationship dynamic, something that happens that continues to recreate it, or something in your own mind or in your own heart that unconsciously recreates it. These are all reasons why you can have experiences a feeling as if you have forgiven someone, something, or yourself but then 
you experience it coming back or returning again or coming up again. There are other reasons too that I could explain, but it would require a very complex energetic terms and there is not enough language and words in your language to adequately describe it. Fractal patterns is a scientific term but it would be a very advanced definition that I would have to give you about how and why those fractal patterns can continue. But the main point that I am ultimately sharing about all of this is that no matter how many times, it could be thousands, it could be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of times that something returns to be forgiven or something comes up again, even if it's the exact same thing to be forgiven. No matter how many times it emerges to be forgiven, keep doing it. Don't give up. If something emerges a thousand times to be forgiven, then forgive a thousand and one times. If something emerges 5,000 times repeatedly over and over again to be forgiven and you thought that it was cleared and there it is for the 5,000th time, then forgive it 5,001 times until it is fully and completely forgiven and cleared, liberated on all levels. And when it comes to some of this old karmic stuff that all of you are individually completing and that all of you are collectively completing and clearing, there's so much stuff that's so old that just has not been truly, fully forgiven yet. And there's stuff within the collective heart of humanity. The heart within you energetically intersects and connects with the heart of all. Is one with the heart of humanity, the heart of the earth. And you can't always just say, well, that's their forgiveness work to do. That doesn't have anything to do with me. Tay, for example, old religious wars and old stereotypes and judgments, 
old prejudices. That have caused so much damage and so much harm. Old ideology. Biases. Old belief systems. That no longer serve the greater good, but that are still very much in place. That are changing and that are transforming as so much is changing and transforming in you, around you, and in your world. But they're still there. They're still the roots that need to be rooted out. With some of these things, you're coming down into the root level now. With certain types of anger and hate and fear and prejudice and bias against each other and even about yourselves. You're coming in and working down into some of the root level now. And it's not just about everyone else or someone else. It's about the way that it exists in you, in your mind, in your heart. Outdated, old ideologies, beliefs that were believed to be important parts of a culture that aren't important parts of a culture. What's important in your culture is not your prejudices and your bias towards each other and your fear and your anger and your judgments towards each other. That's not what's important in a culture. What's important in your cultures is your unique perspectives, your unique views that give you a view of the whole, a perspective of the whole that you and you alone, that you and your culture alone have. But it's only that's meant to be a part of the whole. It doesn't make it better than the rest of the whole or worse than the rest of the whole. There's so much judgment and criticism. There's so much to be forgiven. So much. And empathetically, you cannot take it all on yourself, and especially empaths. It is very important that you not think that it is all you, that you have to take it all upon yourself or you have to do it all. I'm not saying you have to all do it all. You all have to play your role. You all have to do your part. Your part. And your part is in your heart and your part is connected to your heart. 
your part, your role in your personal and in the collective. That which speaks to you, which calls to you from within the collective and within the collective work to do, to work on, to cleanse, to help to purify and to forgive and to bring into forgiveness within your own mind, heart, within your own being that has a ripple effect into the whole. Forgiveness is an entire way of cleansing the mind and heart that liberates it. That profoundly lifts it. That lifts the mind, lifts the heart into a whole other vibration of love. Because you can't truly love someone in a way that is unconditional. Forgiveness hasn't taken place. If you're still judgmental towards yourself or them, you can't truly give and receive an unconditional love. Forgiveness allows for that. Forgiveness makes that possible. And forgiveness indeed is a virtue. It is a divine power to restore. To restore relations and relationship. And everything and everyone is in relationship to each other. Everything is energy and dynamic relationship. You are all energy, and all energy is in dynamic, interactive relationship. And that's not metaphysics, it's physics. It's the reality that you all live within. Sometimes the forgiveness has to be with yourself. In fact, one of the ways of actually creating forgiveness so that some of these cultural shifts that need to take place and some of these old cultural beliefs and biases and prejudices that you're all karmically clearing and you're karmically transforming as you rise and reach to new heights and new levels of a new order for yourselves and for your world. That frequency sometimes can only be reached and can only be achieved by starting with yourself or making sure that that forgiveness of yourself is, is in the core part of that practice applying that virtue to yourself so that all can be forgiven, all can be renewed, all can be restored, all can be brought back into right relationship. And the reason why I want to talk about virtue of forgiveness and forgiveness as this virtue so that it does make it more effortless. So that you can experience the grace of it. 
You don't have to do it all on your own. You don't have to do it all yourselves and with everything as I just explained. But you do have to do what's there and what's presenting itself to you and what's rising in you and what's in your own mind and heart and you have to forgive that. But with that grace, it can be effortless. With the virtue, the grace, bring it in, allow it to be, allow it to be forgiven. That's the power of the grace of the virtue of forgiveness. Yes, many of you must also apply a practice of it. It cannot, as I said, timing-wise, be instant for everyone, and especially regarding everything. An atonement can also sometimes be a part of when it must be a process. But it doesn't always have to be a process. It actually can be an experience of grace as well. But when the process and there is and will be many times that it needs to be a process applied. Atonement can play an important role in that. But that's not always possible either. It is not always possible. To have that peace. And the virtue of forgiveness does not absolutely require it either. When someone apologizes, when someone seeks to make amends in that atonement process, it may feel easier, it may seem easier, but it is not always possible. For example, there are things right now in countries and nations and even in your own country that the people that some of these patterns have originated with no longer are even alive. There's no one who initiated and began some of those patterns who is left to apologize, who is left alive on the planet to seek and reach out for to others to atone. Those that began some of it have already left the planet. In some cases, with some nations in the world, millennia, for millennia, these patterns still exist. And not just one millennia. So it's not always possible to include that part in the process. 
but it is still possible to forgive. But you have to open your hearts to it. For the virtue of forgiveness to enter your heart, you have to choose it. You have to want it. You have to choose it. It must be your will to open your heart and allow that forgiveness to be and to set you free and to set all free and be very clear in your intentions very clear that once that freedom and liberation of forgiveness is reached once that forgiveness is in place there is going to be so much new energy moving, flowing in you, through you, in your world, in your nations. New energies to create and to co-create with. So be very specific in your intentions as to what it is your intention for that co-creation. With that new energy to be. And if you cannot be specific about what something it is that you want to look like, be specific about what you want it to feel like. For example, love, compassion, for that forgiveness to come in and to liberate and to be for that virtue to empower that liberation and free up all of that energy to create a new life, a new world in love and compassion. Do it for yourself for the relationships in your life, even ones that you think might not need forgiveness, you might be surprised where there may need to be some of that virtue applied, some of that forgiveness brought in. Do it for what comes up in you and what rises in you in regards to the collective humanity and your cultures. And for the earth in some way, shape or form, you also can play a role in whatever way it collectively rises up in you, in whatever way and timing it feels right. You don't have to rush it, you don't have to force it, I just want you to be aware of it. 
in facilitating forgiveness in your relationship with the planet and humanity's relationship with the planet. And when forgiveness is in place, then right relationship can be restored. Remember this, forgiveness not only brings you liberation, but it restores a balanced, harmonious, dynamic flow in relationship that is in proper alignment An aligned relationship is right relationship. It is able to be harmonious. And especially for those of you who are empaths. Because amongst those of you who are empaths, the majority of you are emotional empaths. But then there are some of you who are also environmental empaths, where you pick up energies from environments and energy fields that you're around. But then there are some of you, and this is increasing, and especially amongst the youth, and especially amongst the children that are coming in and taking birth in this world right now. There are more and more of what I call earth empaths. And you'll know because it'll rise in you. It'll stir in you. It'll move you. It'll touch you. It'll motivate you. It also might overwhelm you and cause you to close and shut down unless you become conscious to it and all of you must become conscious to it, empaths or not. Empaths or not, because there's still some part of you that's a part of the earth and the earth is a part of you, intricately intertwined as one. And there's forgiveness to be done there in your relationship with the planet, forgiving yourselves, forgiving each other, seeking to be forgiven. And all of this will be part of the emergence as well and each way you'll individually experience it differently, some more than others. But no one is left out. And no one is left behind. So I ask you today, to open your heart to forgiveness
allow the virtue that is the power, the divine power of forgiveness to come in, to enter, to reside in your heart as an act of divine grace. Allow yourself to surrender all that needs to be forgiven. directly into the light. And I want you to feel with your ability to intuitively feel and envision with your ability of spiritual sight. that infinite love and light of creation of the source of all and that light that is the light of all lights the golden light of your sun that illuminates it and all other suns and all other worlds and all other galaxies is the light within every source of light visualize now It is a golden white light, like the light of your sun. White light that contains within it all of the colors of the rainbow. But is golden white. And allow this source energy, source light, divine light, to bathe you like you would bathe in the solar energy of your sun. Feel it bathing you like the solar energy of the sun. Filling your auric energy field. All the layers of it. 
allow yourself to fully bathe in the cleansing, restorative light of creation. Cleansing everything around you. Purifying everything around you. And then bring it in like sparkling, dancing rays of solar light that dance across the water. See it glistening, sparkling dancing, moving, flowing, allow it to flow in. Flowing in through all of your chakras, flowing in through every part of your body, through every pore in your body. Sparkling, glistening, dancing radiating deeper and deeper, moving and flowing through all of your organs, through your nervous system. Allow this divine golden dancing healing light to heal your nervous systems. Cleanse and restore your nervous systems and your organs and your body. And all of the tissues. And allow it to penetrate and go deeper. as it transmits deeper and deeper all the way onto the cellular level. These glistening, sparkling rays of golden white, source light, divine light, filling each one of your cells. with life force energy. To renew you, to restore you, and to awaken within you all that is to awaken for your highest good and for the highest good of all. and allow it to keep going from the cellular level into the atomic level, the molecular level, awakening 
awakening all that is for your highest good. Awakening to love, awakening to who you are. And see that glistening light. That golden white source divine light. Vibrating all the way through. To the most subtle of energy fields of your mind and of your emotions. Of your spirit and soul. And you are a full and complete instrument an emissary for this light as it now shines through you radiates through you and radiates outward outward as you are now allowing the golden white divine light and love to heal you, restore you, but also allowing yourself to be an instrument for it to flow out through you. Radiating like your sun radiates that golden light out into your world. having it fully activate the magnificent brilliance of your light of your soul which is more magnificent than 10,000 suns the star the sun that shines in you and that shines through you Allow that to radiate out through you as an instrument of the divine, an emissary of the divine, out into the world, into all those around you. Just feel that golden solar light emanating from you and through you. Out to those that you love, out to your communities, out to your nation, out to all nations, all continents, all oceans,
all directions, including below and above. radiating in all directions. Being the light being that you are. The instrument that you are. The child of the light, the child of the sun that you are. Empowered to shine. That golden solar light. radiating transmitting to all and now to all worlds and to all realms and to all beings in all realms bringing you full circle Radiating to all. To wholeness and completeness. And here you are. And here you always have been. This is who you are. so with love and peace and joy accept and allow
yourselves to be this instrument. And activate it at this level of your personal empowerment. Know that there is nothing, nothing that can truly extinguish this light. And it is my prayer. It is my prayer that now this frequencies, this level of consciousness be sustained and maintained. Shine, dear ones. That's the end of the message and the transmission. Let's just take a moment of silence to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for this transmission of Archangel Michael. the process the angels gave me by doing the Adonai Elohim praise chant just by itself here a few times to bring it all full circle. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. 
allowing ourselves to shift and move however we can and however is needed and necessary. Open your eyes. Before I open my eyes, before I come fully up out of my complete meditation, I'll, I'm, up, I'm, I'm not fully up out yet, but I'm just going to try to explain some things that I saw. There's, first of all, a tear again. Um, this, these transmissions lately have been leaving me with a literal tear in my eye. The, some of the visuals that I got associated with this um, light activation work that he was doing and then he was guiding us to do, right? So he was guiding us in it and then he was also doing it with us and there were certain things that he was doing uh, separate as well. So um, the visuals associated with, with were immense. The golden light that I was seeing was just just this immense brilliance and clarity to this golden white light. So it's white light, like he explained, right? So, and it was very, very clear and crystalline and um, definitely at times could see all the colors of the rainbow within it, but then it also had this golden hue too. So, um, and it uh, just was this incredible feeling, just this incredible, powerful, amazing, I don't even have words to describe it, feeling of when it went through each one, when it was penetrating through and then it would begin radiating out through. And then by the end, I literally felt as if I was a sun, um, literally just like a sun shining. Um, and that went on for quite some while, some time there at the end and I'm still feeling it, feel like I'm like glowing, radiating feeling um, associated with that. And this is not just something for us once, it's not something like he said that it's just going to be for this solstice. Um, it's for all that we're doing and all this forgiveness work, it's for all of that. Everything that he's talked about here today um, and going forward. So this is It'll be, the podcast will be something you can also download. So once the podcast is released, you'll all be emailed the podcast and it'll also be available on iTunes. So you can download it to your computers or download it from iTunes onto your smartphones um, and listen to it again. And I'll probably maybe even um, record this at some point in time, although I'll probably just, he's already done it step by step. So I'll just probably have it edited to where that, that part will be just available in the future, but um, he's led something similar to it. I'd say this is the most whole and complete and especially with forgiveness work that he had us do in the very beginning of it. Um, and the combination of the two, like the forgiveness work sets the stage, like that creates that effect that he wanted to create. It felt like all this energy shifted and cleared and was released and surrendered. And then um, this light emanation could come through. So that was really, really beautiful. I felt like there was so much more that he had to say on the subject of forgiveness that he just didn't have time to. Like sometimes I felt like literally he was trying to say three things at once and then only one thing could come out of my mouth at once. Sometimes it's almost like a tongue-tied type of experience that I'm having. Um, my mouth is moving uh, as fast as it can or trying to bring it out 
um, because again, I'm, I'm not hearing it and then saying it, I'm actually hearing it at the same time that you're hearing it. So, but the tongue and the mouth is working to try to get all that out. And I was kind of like aware of like three different streams, so to speak, um, or, or more sometimes. And he was wanting to kind of say all at once and he, and he, and he, and he couldn't, right? Because of the physicality of it all. So that was an interesting experience as well. So it wouldn't surprise me that in the future he's going to have more to say on this subject. Um, I also sensed during the time that the light was um, coming into us and, and then we were starting to shine and radiate it out, um, I sensed that there were like lots of like um, layers of like hiding and shielding and guarding and protecting that's also part of like why we get into some of those old patterns that he was talking about like why some of that stuff even still exists because we're just kind of you know hiding our light and guarding it and shielding it and it's like some of those things just still remain because we're still hiding behind those those layers and those those those, those shields don't need to really be there we need to protect ourselves in new ways and if we're like radiating that much light that's protective right so that's that's a very very protective experience uh, so that was something I was aware of as well that that was happening and there was this whole other part that Archangel Michael was doing other than what he was guiding us in so there 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 was there was the words that were streaming through but then there was also this golden white light that was coming directly from the divine source but then there was this whole other part that he was playing and this whole other energy work that he was doing separately and I just couldn't even I was experiencing so much of what he was doing um, I couldn't tune into it I don't know all of what it was or what he was doing but I was aware that he was like separately individually also doing other things during the time that that was transmitting so all right wonderful I'm still vibrating <laughs> oh, vibrating very high right now all right so I'm gonna have to try to deal with technology here and get back to the computer so I can unmute everybody so let me just that's it for this evening I'm just gonna turn the recordings off